with Mike McCarthy, hold down the fort here at the start. I'm Brian Rantis with Mike Fisher with the Cowboys latest. Mike, when you look at the combine, what is what are you watching for when it comes to the Cowboys? Well, what a nice way to put it that uh, Mike McCarthy, along with Mike Zimmer, is here in this building right now holding down the fort. Yeah, I think that is a nice way to put it. Uh, I know you're familiar <laughs> with this, CowboysSI.com and the Fish Report. We've addressed this. I, I just think that's a mistake. Uh, <laughs> I, I think there's enough time in the day to both integrate Zimmer back into the organization and integrate his defense and go shake all the hands and kiss all the babies. And so um, I, I'm not suggesting in any way that this is some sort of a disaster. There's other teams, head coaches, Kyle Shanahan of the 49ers uh, isn't there. Uh, Sean McVay of the Rams isn't there. Well, He's never there. McVay like, never goes. <laughs> and they're no dummies. Yeah. And so uh, it, it's, it's not disastrous. Um, I just, I don't think that the reasoning uh, justifies the decision. Uh, the Cowboys are, um, and Nick Harris at DallasCowboys.com has done a good job of addressing this. Uh, among the other groups that, of course, they'll meet with, and they'll meet with bunches of them, linebackers. Yeah. Um, and they've already uh, orchestrated meetings with a bunch of the top linebackers in Indianapolis. Yeah. I would caution us on this, though. Uh, I don't think there's a first-round linebacker in this bunch. Mm -hmm. There's, uh, there's certainly not a first-round graded, and of course, mostly we're talking about off-the-ball linebacker, which is a cowboy need. And so I would stress, um, and it's an old platitude, but I believe in it, that the draft, you just pick the best players, mm -hmm. best available guys. Uh, BAA is what I like to call it, because it sounds fun to say, bah, best available <laughs> athlete. And then use free agency right. to go plug in, oh, we need an off-ball linebacker, specifically that kind of guy at this kind of time, at this kind of price, yeah. and it doesn't have to be for five years. That's what free agency is for. And I do think the Cowboys will lean in that way, not drafting a linebacker high, but go sign one in free agency that's affordable and proven. Speaking of NFL free agency, the new year begins on March 13th. How different do you think this roster is going to look next season? It depends if you believe Jerry's all-in pledge. Mm. First of all, and it's funny, now they just call it legal, uh, they call it legal tampering, which yeah. begins on the 11th, which is ridiculous. <laughs> and then legal, legal non-tampering begins, of course, uh, when the business year starts on the 13th. If you believe that Jerry Jones is all-in, in the conventional meaning of that, and along with the hint in which he said, um, I'm, I'm not going to just think about the future, I'm going to think about this year, because mm -hmm. around here for the last decade or so, they've tried to do both. Then the roster should look more than the usual 30% change difference. Mm -hmm. uh, you're, you're then not just trying to stabilize the roster, you're trying to improve it. Um, and trying to improve it, because that's not unusual, mm -hmm. improve it in a way where you're putting salary cap money on the credit card, so to speak, mm -hmm. and worrying about as I like to put it, worry about 2027 in 2027. And um, starting on the 11th and right around the 13th, we're going to see what Jerry's true commitment level to that is it's because the Cowboys almost never are early shoppers in free agency. For better or for worse, um, they end up buying on the third tier and getting a bargain for doing so. Brendan Cooks, now, now these were trades, but the concept is the same. Yeah. Brendan Cooks is a bargain. Right. Uh, for how they acquired him. Svon Gilmore, a bargain for how they acquired him, um, but that's not all in, in the way most Cowboy fans think all in means when Jerry says it. Which position group on the Dallas Cowboys do you feel like is most in flux this offseason as we do enter that new NFL year? Uh, can we skip over quarterback because it's just <laughs> so assumed? 
Uh, and again, the, the player is an influx, right. uh, and the the depth chart is an influx. We we know that it's Dak, and then Cooper Rush, mm -hmm. and then Trey Lance. With Trey Lance getting the opportunity to compete, maybe to rise higher, but the contract situation is in flux. Uh -huh. uh, and and until they get Dak Prescott and the money right, they can't do much else business-wise. And then frankly, until they get Dak Prescott and the money right, and then the psychology around it all right, right. they can't do much psychologically either. Uh, they obviously are over the cap now. Uh, the, mo the wisest way to get under the cap and be cap compliant on March 13th, the start of the business year, is to make the move with Dak Prescott. We've discussed three options. One of them is to leave things as they are. Mm -hmm. uh, that would be a roster building disaster because it's a $59 million salary cap hit and it doesn't move, it just sits there. Yeah. Uh, two is to stick with the original plan with the understanding he's gonna become the highest paid player in the history of football. Now, the next day, somebody else yeah. might become the highest paid, but it, that's still a substantial it's a funny, thing. It's a funny stat because it's really just time-based. Based Correct. On some, the next quarterback will get it. But I'll tell you, and when I say it, uh, even if you're a Dak Prescott fan, and many are, it still puts a shiver up your spine because you're, but he's not the best player ever. Yeah. That's not how it works. <laughs> it's just not how it works. Yeah. Uh, gasoline, bread, and milk costs what they cost. <laughs> and if you have a baby, you buy gasoline, mm -hmm. you buy bread, and you have milk. That's just the way it is. Uh, so the Cowboys have to buy a quarterback. The third option, of course, as we've discussed, there are the two voidable years. Mm -hmm. The Cowboys can not give them an extension, move money from this pocket to this pocket with the voidable years, get their cap room, and then continue to negotiate with Dak Prescott uh, all along, understanding he might just say, no, you know what, if you don't love me, yeah. Then when the season's over, I'm going to go find myself another lover. Right. Uh, and, and then you won't have Dak Prescott to kick around anymore. You won't be paying him $60 million. But then your quarterback might be Cooper Rush right. uh, in 2025. Or your quarterback might be Trey Lance in 2025. Who, by the way, um, with the May 2nd deadline on the fifth-year option, they're not going to pick that up on him. Mm -hmm. So Trey Lance would play next year on the cheap talk about 2025 now yeah uh and and then be gone himself so uh that's the most tumultuous situation right. on the roster not because of the player's ability but because of the cap juggling mm -hmm. situation you mentioned the three great options when it comes to Dak prescott and the cowboys contract where do those negotiations stand as of now uh, they do this every time and they do this every year. Stephen Jones, the Cowboys COO uh, in Indianapolis mm -hmm. this week saying, we're not going to discuss it in public. We're not going to hold press conference. We're not. I know, but <laughs> somehow progress reports yeah. come out. Right. Um, and we wrote this uh, a week and a half ago that the two sides were ready to open negotiations. Um, and that's moving the ball to some degree. Stephen, uh, at the beginning of the week of the combine said, uh, when asked about even meeting with Todd France yet. Yeah, we're not, we, we're not gonna have, well, I guarantee you they are meeting with Todd France at the scouting combine because that's what you do. It's a football convention right. in Indianapolis. They're gonna meet with all the agents about all the big players. They'll meet with a bunch of agents on players that we don't know anything about at this time. Um, but it, if you wanna be an angry Cowboy fan, find out that they never got around to meeting about Dak Prescott. Uh, that would be uh, egg on your face ridiculous. Yeah. Um, that's coming and and you know let's put down uh you know the, the friday of the scouting combine 
as as the right day because I think by that time Jerry will be there, we'll be on the bus, Stephen will be there on the bus, the agents will be in town, and we'll all get on what used to be called the party bus <laughs> until there was too much partying on it. Yeah. And now we just call it Jerry's bus. Funny how that works. <laughs> there are a lot of top NFL free agents this season, including a lot of running backs. Now, when you look at this Cowboys roster, you could make the argument that running back is very much in flux. What do you see out there that might make sense for the Cowboys? You know, it's a game of musical chairs, mm -hmm. and there's more really good backs than there are chairs. Mm -hmm. And so I wouldn't blame uh, Team X. It can, this could be the Cowboys. This could be Houston. Mm -hmm. uh, this applies a lot of places where, you know, we'll, we'll just we'll just wait. Yes. Yeah, because, okay, Saquon Barkley, somebody's going to give him $12 million? Great. There's one of the chairs. I don't know that they are. Josh Jacobs, $10 million. There goes one of the chairs. Mm -hmm. Um, Austin Eckler, $8 million. There goes a chair. And again, I'm just making up these numbers as we go <laughs> along. Well, eventually, Tony Pollard or Devin Singletary or uh, Swift from Philadelphia, um, there, there's going to be that next level of guy, and they're going to be sitting there, and nobody's going to be giving them $12 million. And that might be the guy the Cowboys sign. I still think in this building, in fact, I don't think it, I know it. it if they had to predict, mm -hmm. it would be, we're going to draft a running back who might start for us, certainly as opposed to going out and giving $10 million, which is the estimate uh, SpotTrack says on Derrick Henry, $10 million. Uh, this, uh, this organization, I just don't believe, is going to do that. Mm -hmm. You can make an argument that they should, um, but then you watch other teams in the NFL and how they operate, and you see Christian McCaffrey making his 16, right. <laughs> but nobody else. Yeah. And uh, maybe the Chiefs are, are an aberration, um, because if you have Patrick Mahomes, it fixes a lot of things.